Devin, and today is the inaugural episode of original podcast, Do Not Steal. Amber Autumn, take us off. Hi, uh, my name is Amber Autumn, uh, she, her, and uh, it still also is the inaugural episode of original podcast, Do Not Steal. Uh, this is NPR. Um, uh, it's, uh, uh, yep, uh, we, are, we are NPR, I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk like this, and it will be very important, and you will... You will get an air quote liberal news outlet, and we will also tell you why American I really, realism is good. We really, we really do want everyone to uh, uh, to tell NPR about this podcast so that they sue us. Um, it's one of our goals uh, here. We want NPR to sue us. Please let the, let them let them know that we're using their name for this podcast. Um, um, because the only way to measure success in the states is by how many people hate you. That is how uh, they elect. Actually. I don't know if I can do an NPR voice that good. That's a really high standard. I can, okay. <laughs> Hi, my name is Amber Autumn. Um, no, that's just ASMR. I'm just doing ASMR there. Um, you, uh, just, you just have to pretend that what you're saying is very important. Like, the fact that we haven't introduced the idea of this podcast yet. And this is a really good start, huh? <laughs> we're about a minute. We are a minute and a half in. Yeah, so, um, Original Podcast Do Not Steal is a podcast where every week, Devin and I, collectively, and possibly a guest star, um, uh, come up with uh, uh, an original character for some uh, IP setting, franchise, mythology, storyline, something, um, uh, and in the process of creating that IP, we also take that opportunity to uh, talk about the franchise, what it means for us, the way that storytelling works within that franchise, Um Etc. Uh, Etc. Et and so forth. Yeah, maybe saying anything. Does that sound right? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, it sounds. Uh, so all sound. All 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 sounds there. So, um, for our first inaugural episode, as I'm sure you can tell from the title, we are going to be talking about Gravity Falls, um, which felt like a it felt like a good one to start with because it felt like a lot of people would know it, and also Devin and I are already both really excited about it. There's going to be a lot of episodes where. Um, it's something where just one of us knows things about it and, uh, Devin just has to explain everything that there is to know about Warhammer to me, um, uh, because I don't know shit about it and he knows everything about it or the reverse. I don't, I, you cannot um, do that to me. You can, you cannot, you cannot put that on me. You don't understand Warhammer fans. They're fucking crazy. All right. <laughs> I have a very base level entry of knowledge to warhammer they're gonna be like who are the five kings of the original god emperor and i'm like i don't know the one who killed him and the one who discovered black people i don't fucking know okay discovered who now uh discovered black people all black people in warhammer come from like a lava island because like f 15 years into the game's conception the creators were like hey do we have black people we're like, wait, no. Was the answer no? Was the answer no, they didn't? <laughs> the answer was no, there were no black people in Warhammer. For the record, just for the listeners at home, um, uh, Devin is black, and I'm not. And we're like less than four minutes in, and already I'm like, all right, I got to figure out how to keep rifts going in this in this territory. 
because I know that Devin is going to laugh at it a lot more easily than a lot of my audience will. <laughs> the, the working title for this podcast was the Fig and Nagger Podcast. No, fuck you. We can't tell them that. <laughs> yes, we can, baby. You're going to... You... Listen, listen. I have a hundred followers on Twitter. No one gives a shit about what I do. You... You have... You have stock to be lost. You can get canceled, friend. All right. Well, I'm glad that we all know where we are right right from the get-go. Um, I guess this is where we are. <laughs> Anyways, Gravity Falls, am I right? Christ. That's a really good, <laughs> that's a really good show. <laughs> you, you should, you oh, should have brought, brought up World of Warcraft, man. <laughs> War- <laughs> I I was asking for it, huh? War- Warhammer is so goddamn fascist adjacent. <laughs> like, uh, it's... Oh, everyone in Warhammer's a Nazi, dude. Like, <sighs> that is not to insult the player base. That is to say every character is canonically a cosmic-level Hitler. There are no good people in Warhammer. <laughs> Everyone's horrible. Every character is canonically on a cosmic-level Hitler. It's just a hell of a sentence. <laughs> we spend so much time talking about Warhammer and no time talking about Gravity Falls. Hey, Devin, what's Gravity Falls? What's that show about? What's going uh, on there? Let's explain it a little bit. Anyways, Gravity Falls was a show that aired on a Cartoon Network from... We will insert dates in post. We won't do that. Research is for nerds. Uh, but it was... A- <laughs> It was a show that aired on Gravity Falls, created by, do you remember the creator? Because I can't, I'm blanking on his name and I feel terrible. Alex Hirsch. Um, it tells the story of Dipper and Mabel Pines, two kids who were sent off to middle of nowhere Gravity Falls in good old USA. It explores family, mystery, and that classic Americana of a uh, wholesome grifter and roadside attractions through their great uncle Stan and this family's wacky misadventures in this horrible cursed cryptid town and the dark mysteries that dwell within i think it's likely that we are going to um uh have some spoilers over the course of the episode um it's a it's a two season show um and it does have a serial plot line where things develop um over the course of the seasons and there is like there's there's a storyline um uh but we are i think i think snape kills dumbledore i think we can we can try to leave out some of the 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 biggest revelations you know i don't i if you're if you're super sensitive to spoilers and anything will throw you off here's your warning but i think that devin and i are gonna try to be conscientious about um uh not providing any spoilers that are gonna like ruin the the show viewing experience for anyone Um, so we're not uh, we're not gonna bring up the fact um that dipper's evil twin the iper uh, shows up halfway through season two and there's just so much bigger dipper <laughs> shows up <laughs> big dip- um. big dipper and little dipper baby oh no i was just making a bigger luke joke i didn't even realize um yeah a uh, bigger bigger dipper represents all of dipper's uh insecurities about being uh small and going through puberty whilst being the older sibling so yeah the 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 show does take place uh during the summer of their 13th birthday so they are either 12 or 13 over the course of the over the course of the show at various points um so there is a lot of there is a lot of adolescent angst what technically a teen yeah technically a teen he's technically a teen um uh yeah so we are making an oc in this universe 
Um, uh, I am most interested. There's a lot of different ways that we could do OCs in this universe, but I think the thing that immediately strikes me as being most exciting is I want to make a monster. I want to make a Gravity Falls, like, monster of the week. Weekly monster. Yeah, that does sound, um, kind of immediately more fun and easier to avoid spoilers than creating a character who should uh, show up repeatedly as opposed to just a one-off fun right. kooky monster because the right. another fun of gravity falls is all the original cryptids which are not so much based in mythology but based in roadside attractions and uh just kind of quarter pinching scams that only exist in this wonderful country it's so every every week they have a new uh, a new monster that's based on some kind of usually like folklore, um, uh, but you know you've got you've got your zombie episode and you've got your uh, you've got your ghost episodes a few ghost episodes, um, uh, but you've also got you know uh, the shapeshifter episode um, uh, or the like frozen dinosaurs episode, um, the manatars. Uh, the, the manatars right there's any any number of like uh horror movie tropes um uh mythology tropes uh uh really anywhere that you could imagine um uh monsters are drawn from but always very like archetypal monsters that they put their own spin on um uh and so yeah i think i think the first question for us is like what are some archetypal monsters that we are um, excited about that we would love to see like a a, 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 a children's comedy cartoon version of um, okay. the, uh, the first the first but... place my brain is going while I'm looking at Persona 5 uh, for no reason is the idea of Dipper having to fight a trickster god who can essentially break the rules of physics and him being a big nerd boy there's just a lot of hijinks there from like Dipper meets Impossible Man comedy ensues. I like that. And it's also like, uh, just picking name out of hat, Loki. Um, Dipper meets Loki is upset because Loki can do whatever and Mabel thinks he's hot and that's just funny. That is funny. <laughs> um, uh the problem is that I have, like, way too many good ideas because I have, like, four ideas that immediately jumped into my head that are different than that. So let me let me reel you off a couple of other pitches. And oh, we don't have to do these, but I do want to say them out loud um, because I think they're exciting. Um, I would love, like, a, a, a haunted house episode, not in the sense of, like, there are ghosts in the house, but in the sense of, like, this house is alive, you know, the monster house situation, the house of leaves situation. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, because then you get the, the character is the whole building, um, and you can walk around inside of the character, and that's fun. I like that. Um, I'm also really excited about, like, uh, uh, like, uh, 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 a living sapient mimetic villain right like like think like like a king in yellow situation or uh 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 like a situation where the villain is like an idea or a song that people can't stop singing um uh uh 
and 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 the villain is some kind of manifestation of that i don't know i think i think that could that could that could do, that one could dovetail with the trickster god thing maybe um but it is harder to yeah. make that into an actual character i guess that uh, that could be a trick that trickster god plays and also that does help because that immediately ties into one of the few times uh, well not one of the few times but one of the times one of the big arguments dipper and mabel had was like the alex hirsch reflecting his own sibling fights and just being like how do you like these pop bands it's it's manufactured and then you find out that the pop band in the show is in fact manufactured out of a laboratory oh so so good mabel girl Devin, do you yes, know how many times I'm, I'm gonna Devin. love you? Uh, a lot. Several times. Come on, come uh, on, Devin. It was right I there. I swung it right over the I, plate. You couldn't take a swing, Devin. Yeah, and no, I, my, my brain was just playing B twelve from from American Dad. So, Anyways, uh, yeah, it feels like it feels like a uh, 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 trickster god whom mabel thinks is hot because that's mabel's thing and then we have we have the a plot b plot almost always in the show um uh uh dipper gets the a plot and mabel gets the b plot because that's just the way the show is structured Um, i do also like an idea of a running gag wherein the the trickster god keeps scamming grunkle stan Ooh, i like that a lot yeah that's that's just fun that is that is just fun um uh so i don't know if uh i'm sorry there's a little there's a little background noise on the stream right now um uh on my audio recording and that's just gonna be what it is and now it's over um i just want to acknowledge that and move on um we're professionals we're professionals uh this is what you pay us for i say hosting our podcast on a free podcast i hope it's free i i wouldn't listen to it if it wasn't i wouldn't listen to it anyway um <laughs> amber does not listen to podcasts i don't listen to podcasts and i don't know why anyone would listen to our podcast thank you for I, listening thank you for making it 15 minutes into our podcast i don't know why you've done it but i'm very excited that you have uh, i can reflect that and say that i listen to very many podcasts i also do not know why anyone would listen <laughs> to this podcast um so uh uh we have trickster god although god is maybe a little bit intense for them um but definitely some kind of like godlike trickster figure um is that i worry that could be getting a little bit close to bill and bill's characterization but i think that um by making it less of like chaos even and more of like uh uh an impish little guy uh, uh, who's just do, running around doing mischief with no greater plans. I think that's... Yeah, I, I think the difference is, uh, to avoid Bill Cipher, is you just do not make it sinister. It's just someone who's like, pranks are fun, right? Yeah. It's, fun, it's funny that I'm scamming Grunkle Stan because Grunkle Stan thinks he's the best scammer. This character is, this character is here for a good time. Um, uh, and not like not like in an evil destroy the world way just like an evil april fool's day so what if we did what if it was april fool's theme like like uh Ooh, okay the, it is because april fool's doesn't have a thing right because the entirety of the show takes place over summer um uh it takes place over one summer um but 
you know, it's implied that these characters don't lose touch forever. And, like, these, and, like, you know, Gravity Falls keeps having weird shit. So you could absolutely have this character who comes out, like, on April Fool's once a year just to, like, be an asshole to people. Um, yeah, I like that. I think this could be a cute April Fool's-themed episode. Okay, um, I'm, I'm, I'm forming a, an ending right now. And right, please, good. That's that. great. I love to start with the ending and work backwards. I think the ending <laughs> is the most important part. The ending is the conceit. Uh, but uh, the idea I'm having is, like, um, this April Fool's name pending um, can only be locked away once you have outscammed him. And Dipper then has to outscam him at the end, and it's like a little bonding moment between him and Grunkle Stan. Okay, if there's a condition about locking him away at the end, then here's... Let me pitch you on this main conflict for the episode. Um, uh, you like... You like... It opens... Um, it's April Fool's Day, this little impy demon guy comes out, um, and they're like, I'm gonna fuck up your day for a while, and they're annoying for a while, and then at the end of the day, um, everyone's like, phew, thank goodness it's April Fool's Day is over, and then they all wake up, and it's April Fool's Day again. Oh, um, oh and then, okay. And yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. gonna keep being April Fool's Day until they can lock this little figure away. I do like that, um, and I also like just the idea that, like, you see him, it's like, how are you doing this? Uh, and he's like, I have my ways, and then you see him, like, beating up a groundhog, <laughs> so that like, he has control of Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny yeah. little visual gag. Good um, bit. Uh, yeah, I do, I do like that. And they, they, yeah, so they have to out-trickster him in order for it to be April 2nd again, um, uh, in order for it to no longer be... Like, oh, it's not, this... it's not that their world is ending or anything. The stakes are not that. The stakes are just like, it's going to keep being April 1st forever. Fuck you. Oh, I, I just, I, I don't know. If we're doing Gravity Falls, a lot of this is just going to be like us making gags in the show. But I do like the idea of uh, Officer Blibs and the other one. Like, they, yeah. they, they notice the, gay cops. the, the days, yeah, the gay cops, but like they, they create, <laughs> they somehow create a life for themselves <laughs> and like they're old and retired <laughs> and married. And then, and then you finally get to the second day and they don't have it anymore. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's really good. <laughs> I, um, so I don't, I don't, I don't think I see any real way of, 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 of integrating this gracefully into the episode. So I'm just going to say that they had, uh, there's a lot of like little bonus sketches for Gravity Falls. It, it is two seasons of just straight up television, but there's a lot of like shorts that they did and little television specials and things like that for like little mini episodes. Um, uh, and in one of them, uh, they have uh, they have the uh, a television program where the two gay cops try to teach kids how to stand up to peer pressure, um, uh, and the way they do that is by teaching kids to remember and recite this simple phrase. Simple phrase. Um, uh uh, no no, bippity bop kazow. I can't be pressured. No way, no how. And as soon as we saw that, that instantly became a meme among Devin and I's friend group in high school. Um, uh, and I just, I figured I couldn't get through the Gravity Falls episode without saying the phrase, uh-uh, no-no, bippity-bop, kazow, I can't be pressured, no way, no how, just for me. So thank you all for letting me do that. I just needed to get that out there. I have memorized it. I don't know how. The entire joke is that it's difficult to memorize, um, and it's dumb. 
uh, and no one would ever think to like have that whole thing down. But I have, I have it. It's years later, and I have it in in my back pocket that, at that any could time. Have been math that you have forgotten, and it is devoted in your brain to holding. If if anyone <laughs> does ask me if I want yeah, to uh, drink some expired grape juice, I know what to say. <laughs> Sorry, you go on. Uh, Gravity, Falls is, Gravity Falls is great. Um, so do we? are we going to come up with a name for our Monster of the Week boy, our, our Spirit of April Fools? Yeah, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that we're, we're fluctuating on gender. We're leaning towards he, which I think is fine. It makes a lot of sense for the trickster archetype. Uh, uh, the show does already skew male heavy, um, but I also don't want, like, one of the only female villains to be, like an evil scheming trickster figure. Yeah, you know, that sucks. I don't like yeah, that. So and, also we, and also we lose the Mabel thinks he's hot. That's true. Uh, we lose the Mabel thinks he's hot thing. You're right. And that's very important. So I agree. He, he, we go. Um, would it be funny if his name's April and everyone's like, isn't that a girl's name? And he's like, no, or is that like an old hat joke? Yeah, that's funny enough. I've been to it. Right. <laughs> um, what if it's April the Fool? <laughs> He's like, my parents weren't clever. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. Cool. So April the Fool, um, uh, a little trickster spirit um, uh, uh, who keeps pulling pranks on people. Um, uh, uh, does, yeah, he, how do... does he prank Will Gideon? Because that could be so fun. Of these I two... Think... <laughs> <laughs> these two imps it, it does feel a little bit like i do want him to prank gideon but it feels like it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to have gideon as like a core piece of this episode um yeah i imagine that gideon like... is sort of acting as a like you know how there there are just people there are members of gravity falls who show up as as bit characters throughout the show um and i imagine gideon would be serving that role in this episode yeah, you know, just the the opening when we're going through what seems like a normal day and like people are getting pranked. Look, Gideon's suit is see through. Uh, manly. That's Dan. pretty intense. Gideon's a child. I don't know if I want to give him an invisible suit. <laughs> I mean, he showed up in a bathing suit. It's funny. It's it's an emperor has no has no clothes bit. It's, I, it's, I think it's funny specifically if we give him some embarrassing underwear. Um, yeah. Just he's got like, Mabel. He's, he's got Mabel underwear. <laughs> or like, or like, just like, I love my mom, you know, wait, like something wait, wait. really. Well, Gideon would not have, I love my mom. Uh, but no, you give him Mabel underwear and she's like, no one was supposed to see this, Stanford. <laughs> That's a really good little Gideon. <laughs> oh, um, man. Manly Dan wakes up and his hand is small and just like it does so it does feel like what we want out of this episode is that Dipper keeps trying to out trick him um but then in the end uh 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 Dipper doesn't like Dipper just doesn't have enough trickster energy in his body and he needs to get like Grunkle Stan maybe or uh he's like yeah, convince Dipper Mabel is, to do it. 
Um, Dipper is uh, far too by the books. Uh, he's 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 too binary for the the chaos that is a good scheme. So he right. needs to embrace the silliness of Mabel and the the con man of his grunkle. But he does he does def- he is definitely a character who like wants to be in charge of it, and he wants to be the one to vanquish the figure, right? So we we sort of have a ready made a ready-made conflict in here, right? Where where Dipper wants to be the one to do it himself, but in the end he needs to learn to uh, uh, lean on the strengths of his family and the people around him. Yeah, this um, uh, it's uh, it's fun to me how much of this actually feels like an episode of Gravity Falls. Yeah, that's pretty prepackaged. That actually yeah. works pretty well. Yeah, that's super solid. Uh, um, we... We've we've given a lot of attention to Dipper. Do we kind of want to explore what Mabel's doing? I was just thinking that. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to figure out what's going on with Mabel. Do you have any? Uh, you were into other... the idea of her being into him in the first place, so you I'd, start us. I, I I just think it's funny that Mabel's like I've I found a, a hot god boy like and then and then she and then like you think she's gonna be like Loki and because like Tom Hiddleston, but she pulls out like. Uh, fucking Anasi, <laughs> like just just really obscure, and everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> You're into, turn- cool. You're into all, Turnabog? We all love a Nazi the Spider. Who doesn't love a Nazi the Spider? Oh, he's great. Gravity Falls tends to do this thing where Maple's storyline is, like, less important uh, and lower stakes, which I understand why they're doing it. Dipper is the protagonist of the series. Um, but I want Maple's storyline to matter more in this one. If, we, if, like, if I'm getting the chance to make one Gravity Falls episode... Um, I want to really fucking care about what Maple is doing. I want Maple's thing to be central to the emotional arc of the piece. Um, uh, and so it, it does feel like like Maple thinks this guy is really cute. And maybe like over the course of restarting the day several times, um, they get to like form... It, it, so the, the thing I'm about to pitch is maybe a little bit of a repeat of the Romando episode. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, that's what I was thinking. I'm getting and, and we can vibes. we can we can work on on distinguishing it a little bit. But but my initial instinct is that she forms a little bit of a relationship with this guy and needs to eventually learn to let him go. The way that I'm distinguishing it from the Mermando or the the several times episodes are that in those it's like these are essentially good guys who Mabel needs to learn to like like let live their own lives and in this one this guy fucking sucks and uh maple needs to learn to like be a little bit more discerning and um to like notice maybe that that the people she's hanging out with are affecting her behavior like maybe she's hanging out with this dude um and she starts being starts pulling pranks too because she thinks it's funny hours it's like oh we could get mabel in like a leather jacket Ooh, we could put Mabel in a leather jacket. Bad Mabel. Oh, I love a bad Mabel. I love an edgy Mabel. Make that money! Mabel's the boss now! And, like, yeah, maybe she, like, starts being a dick to people. Maybe she, like, hurts Dipper. Maybe she hurts Wendy. Um, And she, like, starts retreating into this. And she needs to, like, learn to take a good look at herself. And, and, and... There's a... there, There is a great bit where, like, she pulls a prank on... Who is Mabel... Robbie, she pulls like a plank on like Robbie and those group, and and it ends with Wendy being like, "Not cool, man," and walking yeah. like disappointed, and it yeah. stings, and it and it actually hits her, um, for sure. I agree. Um, and I narratively, it feels like that moment is followed by Mabel like 
retreat, like, getting defensive and retreating even further because she, like, is scared to take accountability for, like, the shit that she knows that she's done now. And, and she has to, like, have her own little arc with, uh, uh, with the little trickster guy, um, uh, to, like, come herself to the, to the, to the realization that, that this is not sustainable for her. And then uh, we just got to figure out how to, how to make that, those two plot lines converge on each other. Yeah. Hmm. So we have Mabel needing to not be with Shitboy, and we have Dipper needing to beat the Shitboy, and we have Grunkle Stan somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle, yeah. Um, it does feel like we have just like a C plot of Grunkle Stan trying to compete I, with I, Trickster Guy. I do like the idea of the C plot just being, uh, j- just just being like gags with Grunkle Stan, yeah. thinking he's got it, and then he doesn't. And I'm a lighthearted series of escalating bits. Yeah, and then because like Mabel needs to look at herself in the mirror and be like, "I'm being a jerk and I'm hurting people," and Grunkle Stan can be like, "Well, you can scam people and have it not be bad." <laughs> yeah. So what's like, what's like, but what's the thematic overlap here for us between, um, uh, needing to to self-analyze your behavior and needing to like rely on the people around you? That feels, those feel like overlapping ideas. Yeah. It's just meeting in. What's the, what's the literal thing that happens here? Yeah. Um, in my brain space, um, because it is both of them needing to look in a mirror, but for uh, bordering on opposite reasons. It is like Mabel and Dipper get into a fight and mirror shatters and it's like the look at yourself moment and like Mabel's got on like the mascara and is bad Mabel and like Dipper has a bunch of bandages on because his plans have not been working and they've both been hurting themselves but in different ways and now they can kind of see it. I don't know, it's just an idea. Yeah, I, um, uh, what if we had some kind of, like, like, uniting element that brought them together? Like, like, um, like, there's, there's some object which represents, like, Mabel's chaotic energy that she leaves behind when she... Uh, when she when she transitions to bad Mabel, like she's like she's in the leather jacket. Okay, it's her sweater. Hold on, I've got it. Um, okay. Uh, so she's she's transitioning into the jacket, and so she's leaving behind her her big fuzzy sweater. Right. The sweater ends up being the perfect like tool to trick uh, uh, the little the little scheming guy in some way. Um, he has I don't I don't know I don't know some kind of trick. Uh, which, like, if you had a goofy sweater of some kind, that would be the perfect way of getting around the trick. Um, uh, but Mabel doesn't have it. And, uh, uh, and neither does Dipper, obviously, because he's Dipper, and he wouldn't even think to use that. Um, and so, in some way, then, we can make, we can make Mabel's, like, getting the sweater back and uh mabel's like helping dipper or like dipper's acquiescence to like needing help from mabel be the same moment through like through that central object of the sweater does that make sense is that uh 
more or less, it then just becomes the difficulty of coming of the of coming up with prank that beats prankster boy, which is difficult, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think I feel a strong need to like come up with the exact nature of the prank in order to like flesh out the. Yeah, original we're not actually but... writing an episode of television. That's not right. a problem. Um, but I I think like as a concept for how. Yeah, we did. We did sort of lean away from the character and into just like getting excited about this episode, huh? <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it happens. It's first episode. We're working out the kinks. Um, and also, yeah, you know, I'm excited about the episode. It sounds like a good episode of Gravity yeah, Falls. Yeah, it does. Um, like this, this sounds like a like not to toot my own horn, but like not maybe not a fan favorite. But I'd like I'd come back to this episode. Yeah, I. It sounds like a good one. Um. Uh. Okay. So. Um. Uh. Uh, this little trickster guy, April. Um, a- yes, sorry, April the Fool. I keep I we did name him earlier, and I forgot about it. Um, uh, what does April the Fool look like? Do we want to work on on his look, his vibe? Um, I'm I'm picturing pink suit. I like pink suit. I, yeah, I'm, um, I'm picturing pink suit, and I'm going back between kind of like uh like handsome self-insert butch hartman but blonde and like lumpy baby and i don't know why but in my head it's switching between those two things a lot okay okay i'm my my first impulse is to go for like leprechaun i don't know why i just i guess because they're trickster spirits sort of um i don't think that's necessarily what we actually need to do that's just the first thing my brain is thinking of um um is he hot because is he like he's hot and that's why mabel thinks he's hot or is it like he's hot in a very weirdly mabel way i i don't feel a strong need to make him hot um i do think we should put him in a little suit um you know i just think i just think it makes sense to have a, a little guy in a little suit um, a little 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 man little suit what if it what if it's a red suit so we get the sort of implication that he is uh, uh, like a trickster the from devil? hell without like saying it <laughs> it's it's an aesthetic call to the devil without making him the devil you know we there are some good there would be good devil jokes if you make it a devil thing but yeah uh red red suit i'm not like like i don't like if we give him a red suit i don't think we also give him like the pitchfork tail or anything no nah, um, you don't do that but like uh, there's there, uh, uh, there's a gag somewhere that's kind of like funny but yeah, yeah anyways uh little, little man little suit Little man, little suit. Um, uh, uh, do we give him like, like largely human features, or is it like a? I was like thinking a... more human features. Do we want to give him like maybe a southern drawl? Is kind of like her, her. He's Huck Finn. Sure. Yeah, I'm into that. Southern drawl makes sense to me. Is southern drawl a little too Lil Gideon? Oh yeah, that is right. Because mm. Lil Gideon already has that um you're all right thank you for pointing that out uh yeah we can we can we can ace that it's just a thought and it goes away um good thought but, but actually yeah, actually because um because the easiest way to scam uh, uh the most successful conmen and grifters uh who infiltrate america are people who can do a european accent so why don't we give them one of those i like that um uh yeah just like a vaguely pan-European accent, and then he says something like, uh, uh, 
where I come from, this is known as Tortellini. And then one of the dumb Gravity Falls people is like, that sounds real fancy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, gra- that's a fucking Gravity Falls joke. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, he probably doesn't even actually need to be especially good at the pranks, right? I bet this is a situation where he, like, um, like most of his pranks suck, right? I think that's funnier. <laughs> If they're not funny and not especially clever, um, oh, yeah, uh, he doesn't doing... seem that good at his job. He's just hard to trick back. Yeah, he's not doing, like, deep level pranks. He's just kind of being a jerk. Like, yeah. <laughs> like giving Gideon a see-through suit. Like. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll hang you for this suit, old man! Nah, son. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, what else? We are... I, I feel I feel pretty close to knowing who this is. Um, uh, yeah. What else? Like, what else, we have? Like the look, the vibe, the name, the motivation, the plot. The uh, thing about Gravity Falls is that a lot of the characters are are are, are pretty arch, um, because you know it's twenty minute episodes and we don't necessarily have a time to go on a, a real psychological deep dive on these people, um, uh, but. Yeah, we have the ways in which he affects uh, Mabel and Dipper, and they get to grow at the end of it. There's uh, what if we what if we each just come up with one extra little quirk just to add some flavor to it? We okay, each just come works. up with one more thing. Does he fly? Wait, does he fly? It feels like he should I've, float, I've, right? I've been picturing him as like floating. Flying, it does. Yeah. yeah, it does seem like he should fly. Okay, cool. Sorry, I just wanted to get that cleared up. Um, I want to give him um uh a little pet cat and he's an asshole to everyone else in the world but he has a little pet cat who oh, he, he carries really with likes him the cat. who he really likes he really likes the cat and is very protective of it april loves his cat for sure um i th- I, I think he's adverse to mirrors like he just doesn't like mirrors all right, that makes sense, and then and then that that helps us with the that's maybe that's maybe like the first thing he does is he takes away all the mirrors, and that's why Mabel hasn't looked in a mirror, and that's why Dipper hasn't looked in a mirror, and that and that feeds us to that final look in a mirror moment when they manage to get the mirror back. Yeah, there we go. And that's and that's that's setup and payoff, baby. We did it. All right, and that's that's April that the is... Fool. Uh, April the Fool, our Gravity Falls OC. Thank you for joining us along with the first make, episode. Please make fan art of of him. Um, we we would love to see it. I will kiss you on the lips if that's what you. I no, sorry. I actually I said that as a joke, but I can't do that for you. We're on the internet. I don't. I don't COVID. have a human body. Uh, <laughs> if this if this gets big enough to to be a thing, this will then end with a a fun written and edited up story and summary of we could do like a oh for for gravity fall specifically that could be like we write a journal entry Um, oh that would be cute that would be cute uh so yeah make this big enough to where we do that and that's a (laughs) supplemental part of this episode (laughs) (laughs) um in the meanwhile um uh i've been amber autumn she her i've been prince devon he him this has been NPR. Um, be sure to check us out next time on original podcast Do Not Steal. Uh, and when, remember, when, there are no when, bad ideas, just the ones we have. 
Uh, next week, Devin will be trying to get us to uh, do an episode on pro wrestling. Um, but instead, uh, we will be doing an episode on Norse mythology. Um, woot woot. All right. And uh, we don't really have a good, fun sign-off. Uh, bye! Bye! Okay.